0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Jay the very best. Tell them contest. We What's good, everybody? Welcome to the show. Appreciate everybody for coming through. We are gonna talk about Godfather of Harlem season three. It is finally back. And it was worth the wait. Damn, that was a good episode. Fire as always, and I mean, good acting. A lot of things historical that they put in there. I like how they put this show together, and I I, I think that uh, they they show. A good aspect of the drug life in a sense. Uh, and what I mean by that is, it's showing that although he was trying to be respectable and had do certain things for the black community, on the other side, I say rather, I should say not a good aspect. It's showing a good, a good complete picture. Because on the other side, he robbed... The 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 money that was coming to help support the community after the riots, he robbed that money for his own personal reasons, as well as they even had one of the guards unfortunately lost his life uh, in the middle of that. So now he probably didn't want that guard to die and he did have remorse in that moment when that guard was killed, but the drug game is not something that's very positive. Even when drug dealers give back or, you know, you want to be Nino Brown and give out turkeys to the pookies of the hood that did so much destruction by taking out so many resources as well as uh, bringing those drugs into the community, that is irrelevant. Um, And drugs are a complicated issue. You could say people use drugs. It's not on the dealers. You could say the dealers are doing certain things. You could say it's a lot of things with the drug uh, situation in America. It's very complicated. So I won't be able to break it down right now. But I do recognize it's not as simple as Just say no, or drug dealers are the bad guys all the time. All right, so before I break down this episode, let me give a shout out to a few of the people that's here uh, for the breakdown, and I'm going to be very busy um, because, you know, December A lot of TV shows didn't release anything, and so now we got Godfather of Harlem, Your Honor, uh, BMF, as well as uh, HBO, The Last of Us, so that's four shows, I'm going from like zero to uh, uh, 400, so uh, I'm going to try to keep up and, and crank out this content, so I appreciate everybody and uh definitely uh i think these are gonna be four excellent shows so i hope everybody ready to watch them with me <clears throat> all right so we got my boy dame dollar first in the building with the j1s what's up daria shanice i mr j how's everything how you doing miss shanice Uh, I hope everything's going good for you as well. Mr. Jones, he said, Godfather Harlem takes the lead as the best thing on TV. Best thing smoking. Uh, Young Dro. Uh, Anti-Mike, Godfather Harlem, fire. Who got that fire? Juan Marley, what up, Juan Blaze? Part of the Discord fam, part of the channel fam. What's up? What's up? Yeah, you definitely got to go watch Godfather of Harlem. And also, it is available on the Epics app. So, if you have the Epics app, you are able to watch it early. Okay. So, um, a few things that we see uh, in this episode is that Malcolm is is having uh, you know, a difficult time right now. He he's been threatened, his life has been threatened. He's uh apart from the nation right now, and he's trying to figure out who he's going to be moving forward. Gave a great speech on the radio when the episode first started off, and we later see that he has Bumpy's support and protection, but also Bumpy's daughter is really, really supportive of Brother Malcolm. And uh, they even had a conversation while they was having a little coffee, and she was talking about how she almost married goofball, and uh, she glad she ain't married his goof-eye, but that it caused pain. And hard times And he said I wish it was a way I could uh, Alleviate Them hard times baby I could just uh." uh-huh. But he did say I wish it was a way I could Alleviate some of them pains And they kind of had that look Now I have never Heard reports of Brother Malcolm Cheating on his wife not to say I think anything is beyond anyone, but I haven't heard that. I have heard reports about Dr. Martin Luther King and infidelity issues before, so I don't know. Maybe you guys let me know if you heard about, you know, Brother Malcolm slanging little pie on the side, being pie my brother. Anyway, okay, so... We see he going through a lot and uh he trying to get himself back back together and uh re identify who he's gonna be moving forward. And it looked like uh he may end up starting his own mosque or, you know, congregation, so to speak, pretty soon. And uh it seemed like Bumpy's daughter is so to speak, encouraging him. Now, uh, Dame Dollar got another great question. Is this before or after Mecca? This is before Mecca. This is before he went to Mecca. And it's real easy for me to think and uh, believe that it's before he went to Mecca because after he came from the pilgrimage to Mecca, he changed his name to Malik. El-Haj Shabazz, so if they still calling him Brother Malcolm, this is before. Yeah, so definitely before. Um, But um, it is a different actor playing Malcolm also, and he looks very similar, but it's something a little off. And when I was looking at first, I'm like, Something's off. And then I realized it was different actors. Nicole Williams, you say his acting just doesn't compare to the previous Malcolm. He looked like he's wearing a costume. The other actor was the spitting image of Malcolm X. The other actor was excellent in the role of Malcolm X. He actually played Malcolm X in another movie. Um, So he's played that character a few times. Um, I'm not exactly sure why he didn't return. um, But he did an excellent job. Now, we've only seen one episode. And I can't say he's better or worse just yet. I haven't seen enough, me personally. He's not bad to the point where it was obvious as soon as it came on the screen that he was significantly worse. So I'll have to look a little more before I decide if it's better, worse, same situation. But, Nicole, if that's your opinion, you're more entitled to it, sis. Of course. You know. Not to say what I'm saying has anything to do with anybody else. So, uh, you know, we saw that Malcolm had those issues. He trying to figure out what's up. We now see it's a new sheriff in town, a new mob boss, and it's Joe Columbo. And this is the beginning of the Columbo crime family, which is a legendary New York crime family. And we see Joe Columbo at a younger age, a middle age point in his life. And we see that when we get introduced to him, he seemed like a light-hearted boss, but serious. And then all of a sudden, when somebody start talking a little out of turn, we got Nosy. Nosy is all over the place, ain't he? Nosy is a hitman everywhere he go. Hey, he was Nosy in book two. He Nosy, he a time-traveling hitman. (laughs) Nosy get in where he fit in. Nosy, the return of hitman Nosy. So Nosy is now operating in the 60s as a hitman. And uh, he's working with Columbo. And once one of the guys was getting out of line, it looked like he got squashed in that incredible bulk. Uh, and uh, it was all she wrote. Now, it wasn't Nosy. It was another guy, and he told him, hey, go take a look inside there. I'm not taking a look in there. Hey, go take a look in there. We're going to move the product inside the door. Go take a look in there. I'm not taking a look over there, over there, over there. Oh, my knee. why you doing? Why did you pop me And my knee? What are you doing? Over there, over here. <laughs> so... You know, Pinocchio knows. Pinocchio nose. <laughs> Pinocchio knows is the hitman, time-traveling hitman. We need to make that into a movie, the time-traveling hitman. <laughs> anyway, so Columbo don't take no mess. He got dude squashed inside the car and pretty much turned him into a little burger deluxe. And even had the blood, the little ketchup squeezing out the sides. Which, when Bumpy came to meet him, they was mopping up. And he took Bumpy by there on purpose so that he could see, hey, we do get down and dirty over here, hey, over here, over here. Huh? You won't get down and dirty. I can spill your chocolate milk anywhere I please. Huh? You moody. I could do that chocolate mousse any way I want. <laughs> anyway, um, it was something very significant about Bump when he did go meet Columbo, um, and that is that dude Bumpy is hurt right now because of that fire at the warehouse with the Doogie. It burned the Doogie. The Doogie was my best opportunity. To get away from the Italians and run Harlem for myself, they burned the doogie. Who could tell they would burn that doogie? <laughs> so, once they burned that Doogee, uh, bump is three million in the hole right now because he got no product to flip. So he didn't get the money back to pay them, and he didn't make any profit. And so, the Italians want their money. The French connection got blown. He's back to zero. Actually, worse off. He trying to cut out his money. Uh, Whoopi. Whoopi is basically telling him, Bump, you broke, baby. Baby, you as broke as a joke. And so, uh, you know, and even at that, you can see he still got a heart because her, her, her clothes was damn near burnt up and dusty. And he still gave her a little money to go get some uh, clothes and somewhere to stay. So now Bump, $3 million in the hole. Colombo come to him and say, look, because Bump say I could get you a million by Friday. Give me some time on the rest. So he say, look, we could just work together. And he give him a couple little proposals during this time. And uh Bumpy didn't want to do it. And he said, why not? He said, last time I got last time I got into bed with you, they had bed bugs. They had bed bugs. He ain't say the bed bugs, but basically last time he worked with them, got in bed with them, blood was spilled. That's what he said. And uh either way, if people go to jail or blood is spilled, in the end black folks is gonna lose, which is true. So in one end he got the hood and in his, you know, heart, but then he do a lot of things to hurt the hood as well. Now he said if he go, you know, basically anywhere outside of Harlem, he gotta deal with just being another black man in America. Whereas in Harlem he got respect Harlem is his. He didn't want to get in bed with none of them because then they would have somewhat control over what he does or doesn't do in Harlem. And so he did not want to partner with them. And I get it, but what he ended up doing to get that $3 million is he found out from Reverend Adam Clayton Powell, congressman, when he was over at his house talking that the black banks and other, you know, institutions was going to get some federal money to help rebuild Harlem. And he robbed that money that would have helped to rebuild Harlem just to pay the Italians so he didn't have to be up under their thumb or go in business with them. I get what he doing, and I understand it, but damn, Bump... That was messed up. And we saw at the end that his wife was just like... And the news was like, we think it's an inside job because not a lot of people knew about it. And see, what Bump did could implicate so many people. It could get, you know, Powell in trouble, himself, his wife, all kind of things. So, as well as Harlem probably stayed in disrepair and didn't get rebuilt like it should have for, what, another decade or two or more? And not to compound the drug influx and how then they in the drugs in there. It just ruined that neighborhood. And so uh, I don't know how all of this is going <laughs> to play out on the marriage, but... I don't think it's going to last by the end of the season. Mark my words, Bumpy is going to be getting a divorce. That that marriage is Bumpy right now. So, I don't think they're going to stay together. Now, Anti-Mike said, Bumpy the real king of Harlem, not Alpo. That is true. Bumpy is the real king of Harlem. Um. Now, one thing that... uh. Since you bring up Alpo, it makes me think of snitching, so to speak. Now, you can get into it about the Alpo situation. That's different. But one thing we will talk about that is a very clear cut is that Chin is still in jail right now because his daughter put him behind bars, pretty much. She spilled the beans and... Now we see Chin's wife is pretty salty right now with Stella. They got the tapes and everything that will put him in jail. They don't even need her on the stand. And the crazy part is she is living with the mom. Well, it's not her mom. It's Chin's, you know, man squeeze that he married his wife. Or whatever the case, and so they going back and forth. They didn't. She didn't even smack her. And then she said, "Yeah, it must be sad knowing your husband got to stick his ding ding in chocolate milk because you. you are so repulsive." <laughs> so that was like one of the lowest things you could say right now, because now she know she been getting little seconds with little seasoning on the side, and uh, so she she ain't like that. Next thing you know, we see that she is talking with the other mob boss and trying to get a hit put on her so that she can go. Talking about she's a snitch, a rat, deserve to die. And they said, you know, we don't hit women and children, which is the mob code. And uh, and so she's saying, hey she know about your business which she was lying trying to push his buttons so that he will push her button and so he, she started laying it on thick she know about your business she may say this she may say that he say well what if we find out ain't nobody ever gonna find out and of course it doesn't go right and they don't know Stella then. Avoided death before. And uh, so. She's one lucky. Lucky little thing. Because the hit man came. To take her out. And when he did. Lucky for her. She was chopping up some. Little veggies. And was able to. You know. Move out the way. Do what was needed. Take him down. Before he took her out. And. Now they will know that they tried to kill her because now he's dead. The body's there. Of course, she's going to call the police. The mom was real suspicious. I keep calling the mom. Stepmom was real suspicious when she left trying to be nice and talking about, I'll never lay a hand on you again. Bye. Yeah, you won't because she'll be dead. But am bump. You know, like uh, she forgot that part. Yeah. So um, definitely, definitely going to be something to deal with. And I think that she's going to end up dead. The stepmom, Chin, is going to have her killed when he finds out what happened and what she did. And I'm pretty sure that Stella probably going to cuss him out like, oh, you try to have me killed? Screw you and he's probably like I ain't do nothing put it together figure it out she gotta go consider it the the divorce (laughs) Michelle she says Harlem is still recovering from that situation see so you know definitely something to think about Nicole Williams you say Stella's storyline is the most annoying thing now somebody was sent to kill her. And she Jason Bourne with the knife. Shake my damn head. <laughs> she Jason Bourne. She got that ginsu. Woo. Put that knife in the back. She known to be a backstab or what? That's how. That's, how, that's the only place she know where to put knives. In the back. And uh, <laughs> what I don't understand though on that scene. Is that... When the door opened, she called out. So why would he go upstairs when it was obvious when she called out? The door is not that far from the kitchen. You can hear she was in the kitchen, at least downstairs. So for him to go upstairs and moving around, basically buying time for her to hide or surprise attack, (laughs) I thought that was probably a mistake. Um, Either she shouldn't have called out or he shouldn't have went up there. But uh, other than that, (laughs) them gensus, baby. She cut up that tomato. (laughs) Now, I do like in that scene that she was taking too long and delaying. And dude tried to grab the gun from her. She blew off his fingers like... Uh no. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Um, we'll see how it all Turn out. Look like my camera's having some issues right now. And there's always something in this live TV. Let's see. Hold up. All right. Now, let me see if I get my other camera back. There we go. All right. So, yeah. Shout out to Edith Baines, one of the channel family members. She says, Stella is very much her daddy. Ooja daddy. Ooja daddy. Yes, definitely. Um, ah, Suburbia, that was a Total Recall reference. ha, ha, ha. Nice one. Good pick up. I was wondering if anybody was going to notice that. Um, so, yeah. Um, Jai Alexandria, you say right, especially since she's not a real person in the story. She going to get all the dramatics. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, that's the thing. And they put that disclaimer on here similar to BMF. That is based off of real events, but that this has been changed. Some has happened, some hasn't. All of that good stuff. So sometimes they roll in a couple characters into one character or create a character to add drama because, truth be told, a lot of these guys in this show, in this time period, live to be a old man and die of natural age. Now a couple of them did go to jail, but them OGs didn't uh get shot up like they do nowadays, uh, in their twenties and thirties. I mean, hell, they already, what, fifty years old. How old do you all think Bumpy Johnson is supposed to be in this show? I think Bumpy Johnson is supposed to be About mid-40s, early 50s in this show. I'd have to look to see, uh, yeah, what time, what they, I mean, yeah. So, all these guys, they already OGs and respected. And that's one thing I like about the Columbo, Joe Columbo, is he said, I'm not like a lot of these older guys. Um, I know who you are. You got respect. I'm going to give you your respect. Now, it's always funny how <clears throat> older people always think the younger generation is tripping. <laughs> so I know like when I was coming up, <laughs> a lot of older people would say rap is this or that or the way we dance or dress or sagging or all of that was crazy. And uh, now uh, I'm the age of those people and I be saying damn near all the same things about the next younger generation so I get it Uh, it happens Um, but uh, you know we'll see how it all turns out for them I think Joe Colombo just learned about Bumpy and got a lot of respect for Bumpy for coming up with that money and not being uh, in his pocket but I think that's going to make him want Bumpy more. And uh, and that's going to end up being a problem between the two of them. Um, now, one other thing that I had saw that I thought was kind of interesting is uh, when Bumpy went to go meet with the black bankers. And they tried to son him a little bit. <laughs> they tried to son Bumpy like man you a criminal we should have never gotten to bed with you you ain't this you ain't that you may put on the suit but you just a common hood street criminal Bumpy had to check their ass Bumpy said if the police came we'd all get arrested for the same crimes you know wire fraud Heroin dealings, uh, you know all of that stuff. So they basically had to shut up because he tried to say us investing in your venture was a big mistake. He like venture. Let's call it. Let's call it what it is. It was heroin. You invested in heroin. Who could have known that that fire in the in the riot would have took place? Bad the doji. <laughs> so. Anyway, he, he checked them. They didn't want to give Bumpy no money. Bumpy was ready to put the, the lease, the mortgage of his business on for collateral. He already owe a half a million. He tried to get enough money so he could pay back the Italians without having to rob the damn armored car and all of that and uh, do something crazy. But they turned him down. And I think that's part of what made Bumpy want to rob them because he found out, wait a minute, these dudes just sat here and turned me down, said they don't have no money. No money is coming. And then called me a criminal. And this, that, and the other. And now money is coming. Big money. They got millions on the way? Aw, man. Screw them. So I think that is part of the problem now. It wasn't They don't say exactly how much was taken, so I don't know, but it was enough for Bumpy to at least pay off his debts to the Italians. Um, If they did say how much, I missed it. Um, Again, this is the first reaction, so I haven't seen it more than once. All right. So, let me go ahead and give this episode... The Mosco, which is my rating system that I have for TV shows and episodes. So if you're new, I'm going to go ahead and rate this episode and then we're going to get up out of here. All right. Uh, let me see. Ray Nagrin, What's up, brother Ray? You say, was it just me or did it sound like Adam Clayton Powell told, was told to tone it down with the extra emphasis on every word? He still had that emphasis. Still have that emphasis on every word. (laughs) He just didn't have a lot of words this time, so, you know, Uh, that's all. Miss Jocelyn, what's up? You say, so, Jay, do you like the new Malcolm? I don't because Harper Hill played it better and sounded just like him. It was a Hill Harper that played the last Malcolm, No, I guess he kind of looks like him, but it wasn't. Ray is right. Nigel Thatch played the former Malcolm, yeah. Um, but he did do an excellent job. Nigel Thatch did an excellent job. And uh, it's hard in TV shows to replace characters with a new actor because whether it's the Aunt Vivs or Malcolm X, we get used to that performance in our minds and it's hard to do better. Even if they do better, it's hard to do better because we'll still always remember somebody else was there or in certain things. Just like I like Terrence Howard better in Iron Man than Don Cheadle not that Don Cheeto is a bad actor, because I think Don Cheeto is an amazing actor. Um, but, you know, Terrence Howard, y'all don't know the story of that. Check it out. <laughs> All right, let me go ahead and break down this episode and tell you my ratings for the episode with the Mosco. So, here we go. Oh, didn't work. All right, the Mosco is my rating system. Four simple categories, 25 points each, give you a total of 100. You can always break it down, drop that zero, and get you a hero between 1 and 10. And I always give a 0.5 margin of discretion so let's get to the visuals and cinematography I think it is simply excellent how this looks like the 60's the way they dress uh, some of the angles with the camera when it first started off you can see them in the reflection in the mirrors and different angles and different things that makes the show look kind of personable with the close ups of uh, you know Bumpy, or all of that, I think they do a great job. So overall, visuals and cinematography, I'm going to give a 25 for this episode. Storyline and plot, very good. I like how Bumpy's trying to get out from the Italians. We see how it's dealing with Stella and different things and Bumpy's relationship with his wife. I'm going to give that a 20. For uh, you know, storyline and for this episode, and then uh, we have special effects, makeup, costumes, excellent costume, makeup, all of that is perfect for the time period. I think they did a good job, not many special effects other than seeing dude get squashed in the hoopty. Um, he really had a low rider, but I will give it a 20 an entertainment fun factor um I really enjoyed this episode. I'm happy that Godfather Harlem is back and uh I'm trying to take away the separation and excitement that is back and just give it the entertainment fun factor rating so if I put in the excitement factor that is back and I'm happy, I would give it a 25 and that would bring it to a total of a 90 for the most or a 9 out of 10 but if I take away the excitement I would give it a 20 which would be an 85 very good, very respectable and that's an 8.5 out of 10 Okay, um, and again, I always give the 0.5 margin differential. So whether you think it was an 8 or a 9 or even a 9.5, you let me know. What's your most goal? You know, what's your most go? Let me know in the comments. What would you rate it? Whether it's on a 1 to 10 or 1 through 100. And, uh, you know, I'm happy that it's back. One of the best shows out. Forrest Whitaker does an excellent job. Mamie that uh, plays his wife. Excellent job. Very beautiful. Uh, We know Chance uh, that was uh, playing Bumpy's right hand man. He popped the guard today. Excellent actor. They got an excellent cast. Uh, Powell. Reverend Powell is doing great. I mean, it's just a great cast, great show, and uh I'm definitely, you know, looking forward to seeing how this season plays out. Nicole, you said a six, you can't get past that blade, huh? <laughs> she a uh, she uh what you say she Jason Bourne <laughs> Bornina. Her name is J Jason Bornina. <laughs> J- Jacina. Jacina. Jasina Bourne. <laughs> Daria, what's up? How you doing? We got Edith with a eight. You got Samara with a eight. <laughs> Justina Born, baby. They call her Blade. <laughs> Blade. We got that magic chop. She brought out that magic chop on his ass. Oh, you don't know. The back is my specialty. I know how to put all kind of sharp objects in a person's back. Ah! Works every time. (laughs) This is how I got my own daddy. He never saw it coming. (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: Snap. All right. I'm about to get out of here, y'all. It's time to watch... The Last of Us on HBO In a few minutes And uh That will be fire And I will be back to review The Last of Us So everybody I'll see y'all later Y'all have a good one I'm happy Godfather Harlem back The Doogee is back In supply (laughs) You got to get the Doogee With that being said